Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Witeka. Conversations plus connections equals community. Those are my three C's. The heart of my show is what's your story? It's my belief we all have stories. Some are similar, others are uniquely different. Storytelling brings the passions of my guests to life through our conversations. So be prepared to be entertained, informed, and inspired. Welcome to today's show. Well, hi, everybody. This show is going to be so much fun. My guest today is my friend, Donna DeSmith-Clements. Welcome to the show, Donna. Well, hello, Miss Marcia. How are you? Thank you for having me. You you know what, Donna? We could (laughs) probably do a four-hour podcast. We know we could. But we only have an hour, so we're going to kind of, you know, put it in some kind of a format that people will be listening to, and I guarantee you they're going to say, I didn't know that about them. This is going to be so much fun. Donna and I have known each other since the seventh grade at Airport Junior High School in the community of Westchester that we called home which is Westchester, just for those that, that may be listening that don't know, this is not the Westchester in New York. This is the Westchester within the city of Los Angeles. So I thought we could start off by just having you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Whatever you'd like to share, it's yours. Take it away. All right. Well, I was born in Culver City Hospital. And then it changed to another one, which Michael Jackson was at for his burn. But anyway, and then my parents bought their home in Westchester in 1950. And the house address was 7849 Tolan Avenue. Who knows that those $8,000 homes back then, which they called after the war homes, would be millions of dollars today that were 800 square foot. And then my husband and I... Am I doing it wrong? No, no, no. <laughs> you, you can't do I, it wrong, honey. Well, okay. Go ahead. My husband and I bought our first house in Westchester in 1975 with our son, Rob. Well, I call him Rob now, but it was Robbie. And um, we lived there until 1979. Then we moved on to Midfield, 7742 Midfield. And we lived there until 1992 when I moved out here to Marietta, California. So I've been getting around. Yes, anyway, you have. I, <laughs> Go ahead. I just love Westchester, and I miss it every day, especially when it's hot out here, like now. Oh, gosh, <laughs> no kidding. And, you know, it's so funny, as, as, as people will discover and we will be sharing we have many things that we share because my parents also bought their home in Westchester. I think they bought their home, um, well, it was before I was born. So I think they bought their home like in 46, 47, and it was in a part of Westchester that frankly doesn't exist any longer. The airport has taken over all of that property, and now they've got this enormous um, car rental place, and they're building a people mover that's going to take people up and over Aviation Boulevard, Century Boulevard, and into the airport. So you and I know a little bit about 
about airports, don't yes. we? Because we've been around them for a very, very long time. Um, yes. I, I, you know, um, it's sad to say this, um, and it is one of the many things that um, that we share in common. But sadly, Mike passed away eight and a half years ago. And you mentioned that yeah. you live in Menifee, that your kids are nearby, mm-hmm. and you have a kitty named what? Boots. Boots. Because he has four white paws. <laughs> exactly. And what was the name of my dog growing up? Linda Leroy will know this if she's listening. My dog's name was Boots for the same exact Boots. reason you named your cat Boots. All right. Right. So let's start... So now we got a little bit about you. Let's start at the junior high school, which was called Airport Junior High School, which, frankly, that also no longer exists. It is now a Hertz rent-a-car place. So yeah. what are some of the – yeah, I know. You know, right, Donna? Uh, what are some of yeah. the, the memories that you have when we were at airport together when we met 60 years ago? Oh, God. Well, huh? I know, right? Don't keep saying that. <laughs> anyway, I thought, I, was, I thought we were still in school. But anyway, you know, I think the hard part is coming from sixth grade and going into seventh grade during that time, learning to go classroom to classroom, and you had a certain amount of time to get where you're going. And that is a challenge to begin with when you first start doing middle school, as they call it today. Right. And, um, and then just learning to meet new friends other than those. I went to Osage Avenue School back in the days as my elementary school. And, you know, you see all of them, but it's, there's hundreds of more kids, you know, than what you knew then because they came from so many different elementary schools that mm-hmm. half of them are not even there anymore due to the airport. But anyway, but you know what? I met a lot of nice people throughout the years of going to school. One memory that really sticks out, and I think you and I discussed it before, was also the assessment. Our little friend Marsha here was in um, science class, and they were Mm -hmm. doing something with the Bunsen burner. I wasn't Mm -hmm. in that class, but it was really heartbreaking that her hair, you could take it from there, Marsha. Oh, gosh, Donna. So, you know, it's... I, for, I didn't remember if you were in the class, but, honey, I put myself on the no. map at that class. So it was a yes, Bunsen burner experiment in the science class, Mr. Whittier, ninth grade. And mm-hmm. um, we were checking to see what was flammable. Well, you know yes. they sure wouldn't do anything like that today. And if it was flammable, no. then we were supposed to take notes. Otherwise, for the most part, nothing was flammable with this Bunsen burner. However... The table went over for me. The, the kids that were there put the, put the stuff into whatever the liquid was, and sure enough, it flamed. And what do you do when you want to put out a flame? It wasn't like a, a birthday candle where you want to just blow it out. I suppose that would have been one alternative. But this, this classmate of ours, he shook it like a match, like you'd, like you'd put a match out. God knows we were all, oh, I was smoking then, but, well, that's another story. (laughs) Anyway, so he was putting it out. Well, the the flame jumped, Donna, and it hit my nylons, because God knows we all wore nylons to school, and it started to fire. And then it jumped up to the bottom of my 
pink dress that my mother made me. And now I'm just petrified, as you might imagine. So I bend over with my hair, which is just ratted and long, because that's what we <laughs> called it in those days. And then my hair caught on fire, right? And Mm -hmm. meanwhile, I'm running backwards like I'm trying to run away from this flame. And I got to the end of the wall. I couldn't go any farther. And Mr. Whittier literally put, he didn't even have a chance to grab the the fire thing, the extinguisher. He put that fire out with his hands. And it was right before the Christmas break. It was right around the time that Jack Kennedy was assassinated. And um. I was like, oh, my God, you know, so I had to go home, and my hair looked pretty awful for a while, but there wasn't hardly anybody that didn't know me at that at that point, right, Donna? Oh, my God, that was a memory. But yeah. we had but, some really, really fun memories, like sports night. Oh, that yeah. was something I really looked forward to, didn't you? <laughs> yes, it was. It was, a, it was fun, but it was funnier because the guys really didn't, want to get out there to dance. They were just there to check us out. No. Right. <laughs> and That's they right. Did, yeah. And then when they did ask, then we would dance, and it was really nice, you know. But most of the time, sometimes it was the girls dancing, you know. But that was back in the days. <laughs> That's true. And you know, Donna, it's so funny. It, because music was so big, I mean, I had a transistor yes. radio, and we, we had these sports nights. And um, and the music, the I mean that was that was the Beach Boys, that was the beach music, that was Surfing USA, that was all of that music, that was there, Chubby Checker, American Bandstand, yes. that all happened while we were in junior high school, and it was really really important, and what we wore was important, and you know I'm mm-hmm. gonna throw out some just personal things because why not. In my elementary school was even smaller than yours, and I didn't yes. go to school at 98th Street School with any twins. But when we got to airport, we met the mm-hmm. twins, and yes. we affectionately knew them as Liz and Leah. Liz goes by Betsy now. But they were yes. like the center of our universe. I know they don't like hearing that, but it's the truth. And Yes. And and my my mother made all my clothes. Liz and Leah were already sewing their clothes. Did you did you do well in sewing when we were in school? Um, I was just happy to get through the pleated that we had to make <laughs> because we could get, we had to wear we had to wear dresses in school, not like today how the girls are dressed, but right. We had to wear and if they weren't at a certain length, we got sent home. Right. So, we've learned a lot. <laughs> we, we had it a kneel so on a chair, fun. right? We had a kneel on a yes. chair, and the skirt had to hit the chair. And what was so popular back then, and why I, I can still see it today, because I got a D on my pillowcase. I couldn't save. I couldn't sew a straight line. All right. But Liz and Leah were great seamstress, and we used to wear yes. wrap-around skirts. I remember what their look. I remember what theirs looked oh like. Goodness, yes. I wanted one just like it. Yes. Denim on one side, <laughs> checked on the other. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And and yeah, you know, I, Donna, I what's so. And you know what's so funny? So even back then, even that far back, 
when my mother was making all of my clothes, and I was babysitting in junior high, and I get extra money, mm-hmm. and what did I do with it? I didn't buy clothes. My mother was making my clothes. I went up to Leeds, yes. which was the, the shoe store up in Westchester, and I bought flats yes. in every color that matched my clothes. Here we are, Donna, 60 years yes. later. I'm still doing that, only I'm wearing chucks instead. It started that yes, far you back, are. you know? Oh, my God. It's just, it's just, it's just hilarious to me that, um, you know, what that was like back in, the, in those days. And you, you talked about trying to remember our classes. What I remember about junior high in the beginning was, oh, my God, wh- wh- where's my locker? Oh, crap. What's, yes. the, what's my locker combination? You know, I remember yes. that being kind of stressful, too. And we walked to airport. Um, it was a long walk from where we lived at 98th yes. Street School, and it was myself and Linda and Maxine and um, Jody Epperson and a few others of us, That Janet Hansen, oh, my God. We all walked up to airport junior high, and then afterwards – we used to go to Skyways right across the street from the junior high and get French oh, fries. We thought we, were, we thought we were so cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> but, you, you know, in thinking about our families, you mentioned Robbie. That's, I know, I called my son back then David. You called your son back then <laughs> Robbie. You call your son yes. Rob now. I call my son yes. Dave now. Yes, they're, they're adults. <laughs> we don't even have to say how old they are, but they're old. Um, yes. And they were, you know, they're not as old as us. Okay. But they were they yes. were visiting. Uh, Dave and Eva were visiting me this last week from Tucson, and we started talking about Little League. I was telling them that you're going to be on the oh, show, yeah. and Dave said, well, Robbie and I were on the same Little League team. Did you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that yep. was that was so much fun. But yeah, here's yeah. something else. Here is something else that we have in common as we as we venture through this conversation together. I was a Tupperware lady. The Tupperware lady. I think there was a song like that about the Tupperware lady. And this was this was it now, you know, my kids are um in school. Um, I wasn't really a working mm-hmm. person, but I had this opportunity to be a Tupperware lady, make a few extra bucks. Right. But you were a Tupperware lady too, weren't you? Yes, because of you, I uh-huh. um, knew I had to get a. I needed to get a job. We were um, going to start adding on to our house, and that, and my husband and a couple of the neighbors helped him out. And uh, anyway, so at night, I knew it would be good be able to get out and so you weren't doing it then when I decided to do it so I called the office and Lorna and Leslie Boyd they went to Westchester High also and their parents Mm -hmm. lived in Westchester now they live up in Palisades but anyway um, it was like such a small world you know yes so um, they kept me in touch with Cheryl Eastman and then I was in her group and so then I later on became a manager I did it for 10 years, and I did this one party. I don't know where it was, but one of the guests at the show that I did was Tully Savalas' wife. Oh, you're kidding. um, No, an actor, yeah. And so she was there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Anyway, she, she had a check, and he signed it, but she filled it in. So I still have that check 
to this day. Right. And she she bought like four hundred dollars worth of Tupperware. <gasps> so oh I my said, and gosh. Then back then, yeah, back then that was a lot of money. <laughs> so that was that a was lot of money. Point. Yeah, yes. Compared to doing a fundraiser for different, you know, organizations, I would do. But yes, Tully Savalas' wife spent four hundred dollars in Tupperware. Today, it wow. would be a lot of money. <laughs> but it, anyway, so. so wasn't Donna? Wasn't there uh, when the when there would be commercials on TV? Because it's just coming to me now. Wasn't there a song uh-huh. called "The Tupperware Lady"? Da, 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 da. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. so. Or else you also heard it at our um, conferences we would go to in Florida or wherever they were having it, and right. um, it was just. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed meeting people and mm-hmm. just being having fun. And of course, our distributors, Lorna and Leslie, they were just silly. Just kidding. Just kidding, you guys. I love you. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. And they're both I, doing really mm-hmm. well and stuff. And we still keep in contact. And we also have a reunion um, every year, so which is really nice for the managers. So it's great you to know, see one another. And we have some that are still around that are in their 80s or or Don't 90s, actually. Me. Judy, I think. Yeah, Judy is still what about, around. And what about Anita? Yes, Anita, she's still here. Anita Garcia. She's still yep, oh Anita Garcia. Gosh, Donna? Yes, Seriously. Long time, huh? You know, I remember because that Tupperware office and distributorship was right by our right. junior high school on Belenka. And it was right. a, it was a lot of work because we had to take the orders, then we had to process them, then we had to go and we yep. had to pick them up, and then they were in all these boxes, and then we had to figure out who ordered that and who ordered that, and they needed to go into bags, and we needed to re-deliver them. And I, I was so, like you said, Donna, it was very social, and it gave us an yes. opportunity not only to you know, help our, our local friends that we knew, but people that we didn't know. Cheryl Eastman and I were also in the same um, group right. together. And yeah. It, it, yeah. and she went on to have a very long career in, in Tupperware, which yeah. is which is very – I yeah. didn't sell as long as you did. That That's, that's certainly – but – what yeah. did you what did you what did you like most about doing that that Tupperware job? Well, as I said, I enjoyed meeting my um hostesses. Some of them I've known mm-hmm. and others I became really close with. And there was, you know, um we just could have some fun crazy times, you know, and some of them today I'm still friends with, so that's really nice, you know. And um yeah. and then also with all our you know, Tupperware managers, you know. I hear from Kathy Kanoki and mm-hmm. um, Annette. So, and I was hearing from um, Anita. But anyway, mm-hmm. it's just fun, you know. You just go back and forth even on Facebook and seeing what we're all up to. And it's just like a, a family. I do feel part of a family, you know. So that's really nice, you know. You know what I remember about Tell Tupperware? It was really what uh-huh. I would consider to be one of the first experiences of what I'm putting in quotes, a leader. And I wasn't a leader, but I actually went on stage. I remember what I wore. I remember it was a red oh, dress. Wow. 
because I remember oh, thinking wow. red shows control and power, and you're going to be empowered oh, wow. to do this, Marsha, and you're not going to be nervous. You're going to be able to do this. And I went onto the stage, and I addressed uh-huh. all these hundreds of people. I had never done anything like that. I, yeah. I, I still think, wow, where did I get the courage to address so many people? But, you know, because you and I are alike, yes, it was a little scary to address people in front of an audience and, oh, my God, you don't <laughs> want to screw up or anything like that. But yeah. But the but the point is is that we I wasn't doing something I didn't believe in. You've never done anything that you haven't believed in. And that's why those yeah. those people that you've just mentioned and, and the connections that you have to the Tupperware ladies is so important because it's authentic. No one uh-huh. would ever, ever consider you to be anything but genuine and authentic. That there, there is no other way to describe you. You really are the real okay. deal, and anyone that oh, knows you, you. But, but, and it's true that anyone that knows you knows that about uh-huh. you. And I, that's one of many reasons that I love you and that you are such a good friend of mine. So, well, you're done the, with the, the feeling is mutual. Oh, the thank feeling you. is mutual. Ditto. You know. It's, okay. You know, we're there for each other. In our high parts and our low parts. <laughs> you bet we That's are. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So after you were finishing up with um, Tupperware, um, where where were you in your family part at this time? Where, how old were your kids at this point? Oh, gosh, I can't. Well, Jeanette was like two years old when I started. And mm-hmm. then in 92, when we moved out to Marietta, I did it a little bit, but then I kind of, stop doing it and um and i you know at that time my kids when we moved out here they were in middle school and just starting middle school i think it was and rob Mm -hmm. was going to be a junior in high school so um anyway he had to go to temecula high because marietta was very small at the time we didn't have a high school so he went to temecula high school and then several years later they built a high school and it was Marietta Valley High School. My daughter went to Jeanette. And mm-hmm. then um, now we have three high schools because, unfortunately, when we moved out here, there was only 13,000 people. No, sorry, 25,000. And now we have 113,000 people. Wow, so, Donna. Yeah, it's, it's, they're building like crazy out here. And what... I miss most is the open land that we used to have. You'd see people riding their horses. It was still country-like. Even though Temecula had their wine country, it wasn't as big, but now it's huge out there. A lot of wineries. So if anybody likes wine, come out here to Temecula Valley to visit, mm-hmm. okay? But anyway, <laughs> but anyway and Donna, it is beautiful is, out there. Is Temec- Help huh? me remember this. Is Temecula where they have those balloon things? Yes. Yeah, the Balloon and Wine Festival. Um, Yeah, the Temecula Valley Balloon and Wine Festival. It's at Lake Skinner. And it's not that far past the winery. Yeah. Interesting. It's It's really changed. It's really changed, Uh hasn't it, from when you first went out there. 
Yeah, we used to go to the Blue New Wine Festivals all the time. It was just beautiful, a lot of fun. We got a little bit older. We didn't go out as much. You know, we were busy mm-hmm. doing different things, so we didn't get to do as much then. But we saw a lot of great groups. They do have great groups that come out there. So anybody interested, it's around um, June. So come on out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that. It's, it's, it's annual every year, right? Yes, except yeah, during yeah. the pandemic, they didn't have it for two years. So right. now it's back on. So they had it. Good. And it, they had a great turnout. Yep. So That's it was terrific. beautiful seeing the balloons. In fact, um, Mike and my first house, Mike and oh, my no, first house You're... in Marietta, mm-hmm. we lived up high. And we can see hot air balloons coming up. And one was coming towards our place. And I thought, oh, my God, where is he going to land? <laughs> Because I'm serious. I could see the people in the, the basket. It was something wow. else. I, and here we thought we'd have airplanes landing in our backyard back in L.A. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Did you ever go yourself? Yeah. Did you ever get up there? Uh, what? You did not? Oh, did no. you ever take, did you no. yourself ever ride in the balloons? Well, no, I never had. But I rode in the Goodyear blimp. Nobody's done that, I don't think. My I dad worked for Goodyear. You have? Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. I have a lot of time common. ago. So, so tell yes. me, so let's talk about that. Talk about Goodyear. Well, my dad worked for Goodyear Tire Company for over 34 years at South Central and Florence. And so we would go pick him up in the middle of the night. I called it middle of the night because it was midnight when he got off for his shift. Because at that time, we only had one car until we got a second one. But anyway, they would also have picnics, and there was a drawing. And I won a ride on the Goodyear Blimp. I was so excited. And it was over there in Torrance where they used to take off at one time. Now it's in Carson right off the 405 freeway. And Mm -hmm. it's the most strangest thing. They bounce you off the ground to get it up. Yes. And then, it, was, you know, we went over back in, we, back in the days with Marine Land and everything. We, uh, it was just, it, but it was noisy because it was, you know, mm-hmm. the engine, you can hear it. But it was so amazing. Now, the next thing that was weird was mm-hmm. landing. You came down mm-hmm. straight, no first. I'm like, holy crap. And then all of a sudden <laughs> they grabbed that cable that's hanging there. And then he pulls you down with the cable, and the rest of the guys grab on to the, whatever you call it, the footing underneath there, and brings mm-hmm. you down to the ground. For God's sakes, I thought we were going to crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We, we learn something new every day, okay? But it was we wonderful. Do. I'll never forget that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Both you know, forget it. I'm, I'm trying to remember what was the reason and who was I with that I did that? I, I, it, I don't know if it was when I was working at the Y. I don't remember. I, frankly, I don't even remember if Butch was still alive. I No, definitely he wasn't. De- I mean, he was definitely still alive. But I don't remember okay. if, if we did that together. It's, it's very interesting, but as you were describing it, I was, you were drawing yeah. a beautiful picture because, and you know, because we see the Goodyear blimp, I see the Goodyear blimp, you know, oftentimes uh-huh. over at Dodger Stadium, 
and other places. Oh yeah. Because like you mentioned, now it's it's on it's in Carson, and you can't miss it yes. when you're driving down the freeway yes. going south. Um, but uh, it, it that's that's really interesting. And you know, I just wanted to say something else about Tupperware, because you know, I've lived in this house. Um, I haven't moved, so um, <laughs> no, I've been in this house right. I've been in this house since 1973. Um, wow. Do I have some Tupperware? Yeah, not as much as I used to. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. Wasn't it one of the biggest problems? Is is where's the lid? There's the bowl. Where the hell's the lid? You know, you can't find the lid. We all use that colander. We all use that Jello mold. You know, yeah. um, I use the canisters. I use the the cups. Um, I, I still have the, you know what I still have, Donna, that I do still use those little tiny, um, where they're like shot glass size things. I don't know what they called them, oh, but yes. like for salads, yes. uh-huh. what, what, what were those yeah. called? Yeah, I think they were, I think they were, what were they called? It, snack cups? No, 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 snack tiny, cups, like the size oh, of a the shot, midget. the, the okay. midgets, the, the midgets, midget. Yep. You <laughs> could put salad dressing yeah. in that. You knew that yes. if you put uh-huh. the lid on it, it wasn't going to leak. Go you knew that you yeah. were taught to burp. We all yeah. learned to taught to burp our Tupperware. And, I, you know, for a while, Donna, after I left Tupperware, I remember being down in Delamo or one of the, one of the shopping centers uh, south of here, and they actually were selling Tupperware Right there, like uh-huh. not a home party. Yes. Is that is that no. product still available today? Is it just online? Um, I don't. Know. I, I know it's still available, but they don't go into the malls like they used to. That I'm aware of. Anywhere around here, they don't. But I do uh-huh. remember when they used to have the little stands, like all everything else in the mall. They have their stands for their phone cases and so forth. I haven't right. seen them here. But, yeah, but I know they can get Tupper online and through people that um, are managers and so forth still, I, I'm pretty sure. So I'll have to check with Leslie and Laura yeah. because I've never thought about that. Yeah. Well, but you know, anyway, the other thing. It's, it's a the, great product no matter what. You know, it's a very good product. Well, and look at their guarantee that yes. if something was to happen to your Tupperware container, they would replace it for free. Yeah, at least they did yeah. back in the but day. Anyway. I don't know if they still do that, but yeah, that was that was a fun time, and there were a lot of our classmates that were still in Westchester. I remember we had a lot of friends that um, were Mormons, and a lot of our Mormon yeah. friends did a lot of saving different mixes, and they had these cookbooks called Make a Mix. And they'd make their own bisquick, or they'd make their own can- pancake batter, or they'd make their whatevers. Oh my God! I never had a four hundred dollar fancy person that was a celebrity, but I remember, <laughs> you know, a lot of our friends that were going to my Tupperware parties, mm-hmm. you know, right in those days that were still living nearby. Oh, they were my best customers. I, I loved selling my Tupperware to them. But yeah, sure. that was Tupperware. When you stopped doing yeah. Tupperware, what did you do next? Well, when I moved out here, um, Michael was working for a company that um, he was a mechanical engineer, and uh, it did x-ray machines. Well, anyway, 
the owner of the company wanted to sell. So he sold the company and it went to Canada. So Michael was looking at a jo- for a job in 1959. Back in our days, our husbands learned a lot of their skills also through school, high school, drafting and all that. And Michael, that's how he learned his. And uh, anyway, he was having to look for a job. Well, nobody would hire him, even with all the recommendations he had, because he didn't have a degree. That's why I tell kids today, you know, it's important to either have a, a, a school you go to for that particular item you want to, you know, do, or go to college. It's very important to have that degree or certificate. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he ended up working at the school system um, uh you know, till his passing. But anyway, it was hard. So we wanted to, um, I wanted to help out. So I got a job being a, working for an inventory company, better known as Washington Inventory back then. So I did it for quite a while, I think 10 years also. And one of our, one of the most memorable things for me was I got to go to Germany to do, hmm. Um, the inventories for the Walmarts they used to have in Germany. And um, I could not believe it. I was so excited. I was there three weeks, and it happened right after 9-11. Oh, boy. So that was really, yeah, that was really sad. But it was scary getting on that plane. We had to come four hours or more before the flight because we had to go through all that special check through and that. It's not as bad as it was then. So mm-hmm. anyway, we there and I was there like three weeks and so I got to see so much Germany that I could never afford to go do so I thank them for that trip <laughs> but no kidding it is so beautiful it, it's just so colorful the flowers the the people were so kind and um, my favorite town was Rothenburg and it's the Christmas town I call it because oh. they had this one building that was three stories high and every floor had Christmas on it. And they had a single Christmas tree in the middle going straight up to the, to the ceiling. I am not kidding hmm. you. I, never, I thought I had big trees. But anyway, oh, I just, it was just beautiful. And we were there, of course, during Oktoberfest. And then they Ooh. were getting ready for their Christmas um, things that they do there. But Oktoberfest was fun, too. A group of us we were waiting to get into this restaurant. So we sat in the bar. And before you know it, um, the people that lived there, they were in their leader hosers and stuff, mm-hmm. and hosens, rather. And mm-hmm. they dragged me up on a table. They were dancing on the table. I go, oh, my God. <laughs> I said, I don't just tell anybody I'm dancing on a table in Germany. <laughs> and I don't yeah. like beer. And, of course, their beer is warm. And mm-hmm. so they poured me a glass of beer, and I didn't want to be rude, so I drank you know, a little at a time, but I finished the whole thing, believe it or not. And uh, we were dancing on a table, for God's sake. Wow. That's <laughs> so it. That's but so it fun. It was a beautiful time. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. beautiful. I was in Strasbourg. I was in Heidelberg. I'm Rothenburg. Um, oh, God, all over the place. And saw the fort. The churches were just beautiful. The cathedrals. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. They are artistic stuff on the ceilings and all throughout was just so beautiful. I have so many pictures. I will never forget as long as I live, you know. I'm so sure. yeah, that was great. 
And then I stopped doing it after that. A little bit longer after that, I stopped. Sure. I want you to put your hand up as if you're going to give me a high five right now, all right? So pretend like you're doing that. I am. Because I want to commend you. We have an Uh order of questions that I was planning on asking you. You have those questions. Uh I have those questions. And who screwed up, Donna? Marsha. Me. No, 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 (laughs) you did not screw up. I screwed up. I had my pages out of order. And so we talked about airport. We didn't talk about Westchester. Oh, my good God. So we're going to back this train up a little bit because you know how to drive. And we're going to go back. (laughs) What did you say? I said, let's back up the car. Forget backing up the plane. (laughs) There you go. It's a so let's go back because let me just commend you. You didn't even go, well, oh, why did, why did she ask that? So let's go yeah, back yeah. to 1964. Oh, gosh, okay. thank you. So let's go back You're to welcome. 1964. And we graduated from airport, and now we're mm-hmm. off to Westchester High. So yes. I know you have some notes about what you remembered at Westchester High so share with us, uh-huh. share with our listeners some of your memories while we were at Westchester. Well, my favorite memory is our first school dance in the in the boys' gym, and it was mm-hmm. um, oh, what did I? Oh my gosh, uh, what was our first dance called? I forgot. I think we it was, was it called it. a sock a sock hop. Sock hop. Thank you, the sock hop. Anyway, um, and the band that was playing was the Crossfires. And those mm-hmm. of you that went to Westchester High know that the Crossfires, years, many years later, became the Turtles. And they sang mm-hmm. Happy Together. Mm-hmm. And it, yep. we had Mark Roman, and then we had Howard mm-hmm. um, Kaplan. Kalen. And well, yeah, he was Kaplan, Kalen, and then he changed his name to No, Donnie, yeah. you are right. He was Howard Kaplan in right? school, and he changed it to Kalen okay. when they started the Turtles. Kalen. You're absolutely yeah. right. So anyway, um, and we still follow them. I mean, we've gone to see them in their concerts when they've been at the mm-hmm. Saban up in Beverly Hills, many mm-hmm. places. We've seen them several times, and we still enjoy them. And they greet us all the time, which is very nice, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And to know that Howard, he is, I mean, Mark, he mm-hmm. is, was voted class clown. And yep. from what I heard, I think it was him or the other one were, are, um, but I, oh, my gosh, professors at a college. Um, yeah. Mark is. I read it. Mm-hmm. He went to LMU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but he's a professor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he's he's a professor in a college out of state. So I Correct. thought that was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was good, and he was voted class clown, and he is yes, still he funny. <laughs> he's, and do you, how did, based on where you lived, how did you get to, to mm-hmm. Westchester High? How did I'm sorry? Say that again. Based on where you lived when you were growing up, you were you, where your house was. How did you get? Okay. How did you personally get to Westchester High? Oh, we took the bus. Yeah. Yep, we had to take a bus because we were just across, you know, a couple boulevards from where you mm-hmm. lived with your grade right. school, elementary school, mm-hmm. and so it was, you know, way too far to walk for sure. 
So we took the bus. And that's how we would get to school every day. Which meant for us, unless you would have Uh a way home after school, those of us that rode the school bus, or unless you drove, because a lot of people ended up getting their driver's license, you couldn't really join uh-huh. any after-school clubs. You couldn't be on the drill team. You couldn't be doing other activities yeah. after school because, frankly, you didn't have a way home. The bus wasn't going to come back and get you. But um, Yeah, no. They weren't. And do you remember going to the drive-in movies when we were in high school? Oh, yes. Yes, I do remember those days. And, mm-hmm. you know, as you know that they are things that um, got us into the drive-in for free. And how was that, Marcia? Well, if Roy Overton is listening right now, and I'm only using maiden names because that's who she was back in those days. So if my friend Roy Overton is listening, she and her boyfriend at the time, Floyd Fletcher, he had a car because he was older than us. I had uh-huh. this boyfriend. I had a boyfriend. He wasn't old enough to drive yet. He was a year younger than us. We would get in the trunk. I'm not kidding you. We would get in the trunk of <laughs> Floyd's car. He would drive into the studio drive-in or the Sentinella drive-in. And then once we right. parked and you would get your sound thing, we would climb. We either, I think we either went, there was some kind of a pass-through or we literally got out really? of our car. It might not have been a pass-through. We literally just got out of the car and went and sat in the back seat. Uh-huh. We, 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 yes. weren't, we were sort of yes. breaking the rules back then. But it, uh-huh. it, it certainly uh-huh. was a memory. Um, yes. And, you know, you, you mentioned um, – because I want you mentioned about being um, we talked about um, um, Tupperware and all that stuff, but you mentioned where did um, what you worked at NCR also right after you graduated from oh, um, yes yes in nineteen sixty eight I think I went I took off from not doing anything after high school and hung mm-hmm. out at the beach then we went up to t- Tiny Nailers a group of us. Yeah. And there would be Harry Winston, Lee Price with his fancy cars. And I think Bob Wilson was up there on occasion also with his nice cars. And um, also we would find celebrities stopping in on their way back from their flight. And one right. particular night was Pat Paulson. He was a comedian back in the day. Yes. And yes. he was running for president. I think he would have made a great president. We would tease him. <laughs> and he, oh. we told him, we said, can you give us a speech? And he was so kind, he gave us a speech <laughs> in tiny nailers. <laughs> but I have a picture of him, and I don't know where it's at right now. But <laughs> anyway, it was. we had so much fun hanging out up there. Those were the best times of our lives, that's for sure. They were. No stress, no anything. But my parents were very strict for me growing up. And mm-hmm. I really couldn't date till I was 16, and then it was double dating. So, you know, and then finally I was out on my own. No. <laughs> right. But anyway, I know. It was like, yay. But I have to say my parents were wonderful parents. They were loving and they were caring. And mm-hmm. I couldn't ask for anything better, and I wouldn't change it because I'm the person I am today. So I, I miss them dearly. My dad passed in 96 at 77. My mom passed maybe six years now or going on seven in November, last Mm -hmm. November. And so 
she was 87, but she had dementia. And that's the hardest thing anybody can ever go through. And we've had classmates that have had it. And um, it's just hard, you know. Steve Coffer, Coppersmith, he was, you know, had the dementia. And it's mm-hmm. a shame because they were so full of life. And he got it yeah. young. He got it really young. He did. And um, I will never I will never forget him hanging out at the pool at one of our reunions. At, I think it was at the Antac Hotel. And him and a whole bunch of them, it, we just had so much fun. We, I love our reunions. And I said, I will never miss one. And if I do, I'll be there. You just won't see me. There you go, Donna. <laughs> That's I'm with sure. you. Um, I want to spend a, a little bit of time talking about how you and Mike met. But I, and I want you okay. to you know, share, share with us. Um, we mentioned Robbie, but I, I would like you to mention your family. Oh. So if you could spend a little okay. bit of time on that, because then we've got to talk about sports, Donna, because that is another yeah. thing that we share. So just, just oh, yeah. <laughs> real briefly, tell us a little bit about how you might okay. met and then your family. Okay. Mike and I, um, it was funny. I, we met at National Cash Register Company over on the corner of, I think it's Prairie and El Segundo Boulevard, right by the Hawthorne Airport. And I worked in the, um, well, he was a mechanical engineer, and I would redo up their uh, prints that they bring in. We would make copies of them for them on the big machines and everything. And then we had to put them all in a certain order for them and then give them back to them, and then they would send them off for whoever needs to correct what they think maybe something else should be done. Well, that's kind of how we met. But I didn't know him until probably 1971 and because um, I was going through a divorce and come to find out he was going through a divorce. So anyway, he asked me out three times and I had other things going on and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't give it up already. And it wasn't another date. But anyway, um, so I invited him to come over for dinner that I would cook. And my sister was staying with me at the time. And she had a friend from work come over. So anyway, we were talking and that. And then her friend went and then she just went in the other room. And we were talking and he thought he was maybe there for me. I don't know. But anyway, I told him, no, I wasn't seeing anybody. So then from there on, it kind of clicked and we started dating Mm -hmm. one another. And then we moved in and we got married basically in 1990, sorry, 1972. Mm-hmm. So we only nice. dated for about a year. And then mm-hmm. um, eight and a half years ago, we um, celebrated, well, yeah, we celebrated December 9th was our 41st wedding anniversary. And after that, he ended up being really sick and come to find out he had stage four lung cancer that metastasized throughout his body. And um, he passed away 16 um, days later. And I'm glad he didn't suffer any more that he did because Mm -hmm. it was very hard just watching that, you know. And prior to that, 10 years prior to that, I had four heart attacks in one month. The third heart attack, I almost didn't make it. And I think God knew something was wrong with my husband and we just didn't know it at the time. Because he didn't complain about anything. He was that kind right. of person. Right. So um, I was well, You're the able same to way, Donna. Our... Let me mm-hmm. just say, you don't complain yes. about anything yes. either. Go ahead. Yeah. It, well, yeah. 
So anyway, um, yeah, it was, it was hard. You know, he was helping taking care of me during that time. And, of course, we had our 45th, and, um, 45th class reunion, and that was nice. the last reunion we went to. And normally I'm down there till midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. Well, we went back up to the room at 10. I was getting tired. Plus, I got down to my high school size back then, too. So that was really kind of nice. <laughs> You're so cute. <laughs> okay, so I want you to tell our listeners the names okay. of your of your two children. We've already mentioned Robbie okay. and their children and their ages, and then we're going to talk about sports. Okay. Rob, who's 48, going to be 48 in September, mm-hmm. he has a wife, Andrea, and he has an older son that will be 18 coming up in February, and his daughter, Presley, did I say his name was Logan? I, sorry about that. There you go. Logan. Okay. And then Presley, she's just turned 15 in May. My mm-hmm. daughter, Jeanette, she's going to be happy I'm mentioning her age, is 42, <laughs> and her husband, <laughs> Justin, mm-hmm. and uh, she has two little ones. Lily is age seven. She turned seven in May. And then Cameron will be mm-hmm. five in October. I can't yeah. believe it. I told him he I told him he can't grow and he goes, Oh yes I can <laughs> <laughs> I just I you know, I just wish that Grandpa Mike was here to enjoy them, but I know he's watching over him like he was there for Logan and Presley all the time. We always had so much fun with the two of them. And I'm enjoying the time I have with those two little ones besides my two older ones. In fact, just um, the other day I had uh, a lunch dinner type thing with Logan, and he helped take down, and I can believe this, my Christmas tree. The ornaments went down. (laughs) It was just to get it folded up into the box, you know. So we had a good time. I enjoyed talking with him. But anyway, so That's, that's, you know. Yeah, well, that's my family. So, we love them, and I'm in the middle of both of them. So one lives in Temecula and one lives in Wildemar. So I couldn't ask for anything better. I am super blessed. And yep. with my friends, I'm blessed. Yep. I couldn't ask well, for better friends. And my classmates. I know. So I'm going to make anyway. you stop crying right now. Get a Kleenex. Okay. Because one of the yeah. things that we... You know, we may not talk about the class reunion. We may get to that, Donna. But what we have to talk about is where you and I are today. Donna, just so that you know, everybody, Donna is not one to send text messaging. But Donna and I are both on Facebook. And instant message is precisely what that word means, instant. Donna (laughs) is a Dodger fan. And Donna and I are Clipper fans. I know, I know what you Laker people are saying. It's not that we don't like the Lakers. It's just that the Clippers are our team. And re- yes. remember back in the Ralph days, Donna? I think you even have a yes. Ralph bobblehead when Ralph Lawler was was announcing yes. the Clippers. Yeah, it was oh the last game that he was announcing. I was there, and I got my picture taken with him because. You had mentioned to him, I drove all the way in from Temecula, and right. that, you know, we wanted a picture because he was going to start getting ready for his announcement. He goes, well, if she came that far, I can't not turn her down. So I got right. my picture taken with Rob Lawler. I will never forget it as long as I live. But it, it was, was so much fun talking so, with him. So much yeah. fun. It was so much yeah. fun. And we went to a Clipper game with, with our friend Leah. 
And just uh-huh. recently, you you drove in from, you know, from your home, stayed at my house yes. because one of your favorite Dodgers is Justin Turner, the guy with the smudge yes. on the back of his shirt, number 10, JT. <laughs> And yeah. you, you, we went to a Dodger game together, and that was also fun because we love our sports. If people saw my instant message, someday I'm going to have – there's no way you can delete those messages. You have to delete them they one at a time. Oh, my God. Yeah. That could be a, a two-day process for me because you and I yes. absolutely <laughs> communicate through all of these games. Are you watching it now? Oh, my God, did you just see that? Oh, this, oh, that, oh, this, oh, that. I mean, that's what we do, and we look forward yeah. to it. Sometimes we talk. Yeah. You're very kind. and you're, Well, you're a very kind person anyway. So oftentimes when I'm coming home from a Sparks game, like I'll be at one tomorrow night, you know, I'll just call you on the way home, and you'll be my riding home yeah. partner, and you'll want to make sure I got yeah. home okay, and we'll catch up. So we talk that way. But you've never met a stranger, Donna. I, I, I no, think people, <laughs> well, we share that. And, and I think that maybe some of you know this about Donna, but for some of you that don't, I don't think this will come as a surprise to you. Donna can go to Applebee's or some other place that she likes to go. Where's the other place you go, Donna? Red Robin. Oh, Red Robin. Right. So Donna will go to those mm-hmm. two places. The, and, you know, the pandemic has certainly screwed things up for all of us, and, and Donna yes. to be included in that. But Donna would go out to these restaurants, and she would immediately start talking to people that were the booth behind her, the booth next to her, wherever. She taught your 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 little girl so cute, or whatever would start the conversation. And I am not kidding you when I tell you this. Now it's time for Donna to leave. The waitress, the wait staff all know her, and now you're ready to pay. And it's like, no, that's okay. They got they got it for you. It's like what? Yeah, somebody that she didn't know has picked up her meal yeah. because that happened. How how many times did that happen, Donna? Forever, right? Yeah, it it sometimes still happens. So, uh, yep. you know, it's just, you know, and this one particular time I was going into Red Robins and this couple were sitting off at the side at the two booth, I mean, a, a two-seater type booth, and I was going to be sitting behind them. And as I walked up with the gal that was seating me, um, they were kissed, they kissed. And I said, and they go, oh, we're sorry. And I go, it's okay. I said, it doesn't bother me. I go, you have to... You know, it is what it is, and you had uh-huh. that moment, and enjoy your moments together, your love, and tell each other you love each other, because you never know what tomorrow brings, as you and I uh-huh. both know. Yes. And so um, I mentioned that, and then I I had no idea that they paid for my, um, you know, my meal, but we had right. a little bit more of a conversation, but yeah, and I thought that I was know. very kind, and and I cried, because it was just because... You know, that was very kind. I didn't expect it. I never expect it, you know. Of course not. I'm just being mean. And I love kids, and my my kids will tell you that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I've been with you where you're just going to start talking to some little kid, and and they love it. That's the grandma in you. It's it's not forced. It is just who you are. And, you know, and that's why our reunions become so important to us. 
the the older we oh, get, yeah. we you know, I have to record. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't like doing that on our Facebook page when I have to say to people, mm-hmm. we've lost another comet in the sky. You know, mm-hmm. um, and so that's why you know these reunions are so special. And and they mean a great deal to us, and not every not to everybody, and and I'm okay with that too. That it doesn't mean the right. same thing to everybody. You know, we yeah. we go because we we want to celebrate each other. We want to spend time. We, we, remember that reunion with the guy that pretended like he was in our class? Oh, you don't remember oh, yeah. me? I was in your English class. Wasn't yeah. that hysterical? And he wasn't even in our class. He was. He, he didn't was even grow up here. No. Yeah. <laughs> he was from another state, and he was right. there doing a conference or something. And yep. it was so funny. And, and we all thought he belonged to our group until he exposed himself at the end that yes. he wasn't from our class. Yes. We're all looking at each other. Do, do you remember that guy? What, what, you know, it's not like what was your maiden no. name. It's like, wait a minute now. You said okay. your name. That's a I so and it funny. was so funny. We all we still laugh about it to this day. You know, we're wondering we if we're sure going to run into somebody else sitting in the bar that says he knows us. <laughs> exactly. Um, and you know, that's it's, it's not. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> you no, go no, ahead. you. I just I, was what's gonna... nice about it is that it's nice to see all of our friends. You know, it's yes. just um, just catching up on the old times and what's what we're looking forward to, you know, it's, it's hard when we all live in different states now, and there is still mm-hmm. a good portion of people still live in California, surprisingly yes. enough. But there's mm-hmm. a lot that live in other states now, and, you know, I miss all of them. You know, I wish we all were together and we could see each other more and just do silly things like we always do. <laughs> right. And still I know. Live together. I know. It, 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 it allows us... To re, to re, sort of recapture our youth, you know, just yes. like music will do that. You'll hear a song, and you'll think, "Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that song, Wooly Bully, Wooly Bully." Yes. You know, I mean, it'll just come into my mind of some song oh, that yeah. um, that we heard back back in those days. I mean. I I grew up watching American Bandstand and and trying to do the stroll. Oh, yeah. I used I used to I used to we had a, a sliding glass door, and I kind of used it at night like as if it was a mirror, and I would practice oh, doing yeah. the stroll. You know, it was just it was I so silly, so so silly. Oh. But oh, you know, but it's not like we have to live in the past because frankly, you and I no. don't live in the past. We have memories yeah. in the past, but we really do mm-hmm. live in the present, whether you're going to the soccer game with the kids, they come by. Um, I'm seeing, you know, my daughter who lives nearby. You know, we live in the present, but what we mm-hmm. share as sports fans is just something that they would, most people would not imagine like, you know, oh, my God, I can't. Could you hear me yelling at the TV? Yes, Donna, I can hear you. You know, you just scared the cat. The cat's went under the bed now. Um, you know, we we find a way to really enjoy our time together. And I think what is mm-hmm. so unique and so special. Okay, so now you're getting me doing this. 
But I do believe I know. that this is so, uh, and I, I don't know if you know what I'm about to say, but this no. is, I want our friends to know this. Donna talks into her uh, messaging, all right? So sometimes it's like, geez, Donna, how much more am I going to, take a breath, send that and send me a next one. So now I've read everything that Donna's written, and now it's getting to be bedtime. Now let's face it, Donna stays up much later than Marsha. That's okay. You still get your rest. I just get up much earlier than you do. But Donna, how do we end every single one of our instant messages without fail? Uh, We end it with sweet dreams, my friend, I love you. Every single instant message that closes our time Mm -hmm. together every night includes Mm -hmm. I love you and sweet dreams, my friend. And you know, I it's it's touching, right? I mean, it, it, my hands on my heart. Yeah. It's it's yeah. touching. It's who we are. It's how we acknowledge yeah. each other. It's how we share in each other's lives. And that when people complain about social media, I say, you know what? So don't follow the politics. I don't follow the politics no. on social media. But if it wasn't for no. Facebook and instant messaging. Mm-hmm. This is what binds us. Yes, it does. We know that there's going to be a Dodger game on today. You know, it it means the world to me, Donna, to have you in my life. I I just, I, 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 and you know, the fact that you were nervous about this, clearly I'm the one that (laughs) messed up the um, order of these questions. I don't know that I have ever done that before. And guess what? (laughs) It just doesn't matter. Because what would Bush say? Yeah, what would Bush say? It it is what it is. It is what it is. That's right. It it is what it is. Mike Mike and Bush are just happy that we became even closer (laughs) friends with them being gone in our lives. You know, as it was, they started out both at Hughes Aircraft at one time. What yes. a small world, you know. What a small so world, it, Donna. Yeah, That's and the I truth. when I when I get done writing a comment on Facebook, and I you see a heart at the end of what I say, I'm telling you, what to all my friends that means I love you, because right. it's important to tell people you love them because we don't know what tomorrow brings. I have 35 right. percent of my heart missing, and. I'm just happy to still be here. I have a defibrillator. And you know what? I don't let it bother me. I do what I can do. And I, I love everybody. And I mean it with my all intentions. And you know something? Anyway. As we say Bye. goodbye, as we yeah. say goodbye with my hand over my heart, it's pumping really fast. I just yeah. want you to know that People feel this, Donna. People feel what you and I feel about one another. And they have friends also that they may feel that same way. And what I hope we do as we say goodbye is we inspire others. Reach out. Reach out and touch someone you love. Like you said, we never know. I I hope that this 
inspires our classmates that were on the fence to come and join us on the weekend of the 23rd of September at the LAX uh, Embassy Suites North so that we can hug it out and recognize just what our memories mean together. So, Donna, thank you. Yeah. I'm not going to wish you sweet thank dreams you. because, honey, we've got, we've got more of the day ahead of us. But I cannot, I cannot end this podcast telling you (laughs) I love you. And I love you, Marcia. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to just, I'm going to pull it together. Thank you everybody for listening. Donna, I'm going to let you go um, feed the cat, look at your monarchs, do whatever you're going to do right now. And I'll look forward to being on Instant Message with you tonight later on. Thank you again, everybody. I'm so glad you could join us today. Bye for now. Thank you. Love you. Love you.